At GoDaddy.com, we believe you can do amazing things on the internet. Start with a domain name, then build yourself a website or have GoDaddy build one for you. From hosting an online shopping carts to SSL certificates, GoDaddy has the tools you need at prices to fit any budget. Get your .com for $5.49 when you use the code RAMBLE1 at checkout. GoDaddy.com. Domains, websites, and everything in between. Stop what you're doing. It's the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen. We're back, and my name's Marcus, and I've got the three sexy babes with me. Jim. Word up. Pete. All your base I belong to us. And Luke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I am indeed. Now, <laughs> last week we saw a man cuff himself to the goalposts at Goodison Park. If you had to disrupt a football match, how would you do it? Jim. Uh, well, what I would do is I would put on a flame retardant suit, maybe maybe two or three flame retardant suits. Actually, thinking about it, I'd put on the kit of the team that I was choosing to sort of terrorise. Um, let's say Spurs, because you're an Arsenal. Say fan. Fulham, okay? Because it seems unfair. Yeah, uh, no one's ever protested against Fulham. Exactly, That's very yeah. true. And then I'd just set myself ablaze I'll and just run around. Why join him with the game? Um, right Self and others Immolation Yeah well the, the <laughs> others Obviously would run away And can you imagine How long that would take To Inevitable sort out Inevitable common, yeah, common I'm sh- Sorry I'm, well, I'm sure they have got Sort of uh, you know Fire extinguishers And stuff at the grab It would take a while yeah. <laughs> But would you carry on Running away Knowing that the people Chasing you were going To put you out Or well, I'd, What other choice have I got well, if, you, if you were full <laughs> I'd, you I'd be always... doing kick ups Like back flips Break dancing. I've never seen brilliant. you do more than three kick-ups. Yeah, or, well, <laughs> or a, a backwards. I'll, I'll put some practice in. Why you, even, you couldn't even do a backwards roll. I'm willing to bet. But um, uh, <laughs> you could jump in the river as well if it really got. That's a great shout. Finish off by jumping in the Thames. Yeah, see ya. (laughs) With the Michael Jackson. Yeah, I'll take it with me. (laughs) I'll burn his face up like in the Pepsi advert. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say, inevitable commentator comment, he's on fire. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'd be be gutted if that didn't get an airing. Yeah, sure. He set Kramer and Cottage alight, and then Jane Rednack going, oh, quite literally. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's figuratively on fire. No! (laughs) I think the the Fulham faithful would quite like that. Yeah, well, they're, they're like, oh, that's, can we have that every week? Might ruin the pitch. Oh, they're not. What would happen is he'd be at the back of the stand trying to set fire himself. It, the whole stand would go up. It would be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. It would be a tragedy. Yeah, it would. Or the be. wind coming off the river. Wouldn't you? Would be able to light it. Yeah. You know, they're just going home. Well, I mean, it'd take me ages to get three flame retardant suits on. You know, I think <laughs> people, people would just start to question yeah. my motives. But I think the best part of all this is it'll never happen. No. Yeah, so the idea of you going to a shop and going, "Oh, can I have a flame retardant suit, gout, sir?" <laughs> <laughs> this is the officers' club. <laughs> Go away, Jim. You've been warned about this, <laughs> right? And Pete. warned about it, Pete. What have you got? Well, mine's kind of suit based as well. Oh, thief! Just something I've always wanted to set yourself on fire in a flame retardant suit. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> just just kind of um, something else, uh, Jim. I'd, you know, like um, when they cast um, like suits of armor. It's really cool. I'd, I'd have it made out of um, the same stuff they make lollipops out of. So okay. it'd be so like in the same way that you know metal can't bend. So, so you're like the, in a massive jolly rancher. 
a, a massive suit of armour made out of Jolly Rancher yeah. uh, sort of material. And I'd be slightly sweet. C- see through. Mm. You'd sort of see like an outline of my penis and stuff, and it'd be, <laughs> but I'd be all. And I'd sort of be clanking around. Human hair would be stuck to it, though. Yeah, exactly. So I'll just run full pelt yeah. into the into the one of the posts <laughs> and just uh, the big oh, explosion of candy. And then a naked you. And then a naked me would emerge. It'd be glorious. And then you, would, would you then scream, come and get my candy? Come and get my candy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I really like that. Yes. Yeah, I like the idea. I, I think it's just more something I've always wanted to do. It doesn't yeah. even have to be. I've, I'm glad I've got the Not really football platform late, to get involved. <laughs> well, well yeah, I, I, it's certainly safer than Jim's one. Yeah, um, Luke, what have you got? Marginally, <laughs> what have you got? Um, I would probably put on a clown suit, mm. a big clown wig, big yes. suit thing, paint my face up. <laughs> Put not a black normal, Red Rover shirt on. Here we go. I run around Ewood Park just shouting, Keen in! Keen in! <laughs> <laughs> Good, I like uh, that. Short and sharp, that's Would, it. Wouldn't even know. need new trousers. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Clever. I would, uh, I think I, I would pay the stadium announcer to, um, to play. To, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> 12, <laughs> motherfucking John Parkin. <laughs> <laughs> to play uh, Ring of Fire by, by Johnny Cash. And I would come in on horseback, dressed in full cowboy gear, while the game's going on. This is quite homoerotic. And with, <laughs> and with me steel, I'd just shoot the ball and then gallop off into <laughs> the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> gallop off into the sunset. It would have to be an evening game, of course, yeah. at the right time of year. Yeah. Which is kind of the only tricky It'll point. Lasso the ref. Yeah. Go, no yeah. rules. Yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm off to the saloon to have some sipping whiskey. Yeah. And then you'd leave. Yeah. But I'd, well, I wouldn't shout that because then they'd know where to find me. Okay, right, okay. Yeah. Well, I think the they'll, saloon. You know, they'll they'll assume I was there. there. <laughs> the Fulham saloon. Um, uh, Luke's got the points. Oh, jeez. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. I thought Pete would get them. Yeah. Oh, all right. Pete's got. No, no. Luke's got them. I do like them. I like the clown feeling. I feel like I just wasted a lot of money on flame retardant suits. I know, yeah. I don't think that three retardant suits is any more flame retardant than one to be honest <laughs> otherwise it's not doing its job is it I've just got to be safe haven't I <laughs> you go into a shop for a flame retardant suit can you recommend anything else when you want it really flame retardant you can buy two more yeah in case it burns through the suit is it really flame retardant <laughs> are you going to buy something or what yeah <laughs> well, let's, forget it let's talk about the man who inspired all of us mm. to talk about that um, the middle aged man who did handcuff himself to the post at Goodison Park uh, he was re- protesting about Ryanair's recruitment policies apparently his daughter was turned down for a job uh, with them it would appear I, I couldn't it was unbelievable one of the most embarrassing dads in history sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and did you hear why she was turned down no apparently she just she didn't actually pass her probation and she yeah. like, didn't come in a couple of days she was late all the time she, it, it, they turned Pro- her down because she failed her probation <laughs> to be and t- she was saying that it was some sort of scam Ryanair was setting up through this independent contractor where they were trying to get like money out of them and then they wouldn't give them the jobs and keep the money and um, the, the dad who handcuffed himself to the post was like he was saying oh you know a scouse girl was rumbled them and they don't like it he made it all about being a scouser for oh, some yeah. reason and then just just off he went with his mad little protest if she's that bad he's going to need more handcuffs I feel Mm. <laughs> to be fair, if you know, if At I'm a girl, yeah, because it's going to take her a while to get the, the work ethic of must, any company. It must be hard for her to go in every day when you got that at home. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got bigger things to yeah. worry about. She'll, to have, be honest. she'll have some issues. Am I the only person missing like the, the link between the, the handcuff to the post at Goodison Park yeah. and Ryanair? Yeah, no, the Fathers for Justice, isn't it? Yeah. Batman and Robin. Yeah. I don't really see it. Well, the, I, the boss of Ryanair was actually at the game. Right, that makes sense. No one said. Oh no, I had to really dig around to find it out. Really didn't even have a t-shirt on <laughs> no. saying it did no he did he did, oh, did but he? in tiny prints and he was facing the post anyway so he obscured it he really didn't think it through no when, it, when I first Liverpool heard about it well. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's a real insult, that is. I it? wasn't even watching the, I wasn't watching the game, and I turned it on just because somebody on yeah. Twitter said this, because uh, I was working. But um, I was thinking, how is he going to get the manacles round the post itself? And I didn't think that he could just put his yeah, arm around it. And, uh, yeah, exactly. How yeah. did they get rid of him so quickly? Oh, just, they, I, they used... Um, bolt cards. Bolt cards, yeah. 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 What, how do you even have that so They were like a pair of like, handcuffs like a joke shot, they're just plastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was utterly enthralled by it. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And that's why we started the show with it, yeah. quite frankly. But let's move on to the football, shall Sorry we? Sorry about that, listeners. Um, yeah. Um, flame suits and, and men in handcuffs. Uh, or the Premier League, the as we Spurs call it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to go to Chelsea 3, Manchester United 3. What a game! One of the games yeah, of the season, I'd oh. like to suggest. Pete, <laughs> would you agree? Uh, yeah, I think so. A few too many penalties uh, for my liking, but one of the best penalties I think I've seen in the Premier League. That Rooney one, oh. where he slammed. Well, what, that Rooney one, well, the first one I believe, where he yeah. just slammed it into the roof. He was annoyed with the ball. Considering yeah. he, he missed, bullied it in, yeah. considering he missed what three of his last five or something. I think he would missed four and eight going into that game. Yeah, you, th- you thought to yourself, well, what's he going to do? Four of the last five goals have been penalties now. Yeah, Man United. Ferguson was complaining they didn't get enough penalties. Still moaning about the rest. <laughs> <laughs> you see those two pens? Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I actually. Agree with him. I thought. I yeah, thought the no. two penalties that were given were penalties. No, the first one was really <laughs> soft. borderline. No, yeah. it was a penalty. It was well played. Oh, sorry, the first one, the second one, where he stumbled into him. Well, the Vanovic actually tried to come up, get away. I'd yeah. still give it. <laughs> well, fair yeah. well, you see him given. That's yeah. it. That's it. Um, and and uh, you know, Young was held back in the first. Yeah, half, that wasn't one. I was surprised. What about the Cahill one on Welbeck? What do you think, Luke? Uh, well, I just, I was just. I was just sort of like thinking to myself, that's a bit of cheek, Ferguson. <laughs> Did he, he was short of saying, well, we agreed on three before yeah, the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, he sort of yeah. tripped himself up to a certain extent. Yeah, I think. yeah. I, was, just, I just couldn't see that. Do you reckon at half time he said to Howard Webb, look, you're going to have to get your shift on. <laughs> this isn't kind of yeah. fun. One in each half, people will talk otherwise. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've genuinely got penalty exhaustion. Was it, wasn't it? I, I don't even know anymore because yeah, they're yeah. given for the weirdest thing. Yeah. Well, we're going to be talking about two footed tackles later on, Pete. So <laughs> save, your, save your energy for that. But. Um, <laughs> You know, it was. I thought United, as I'm sure many people did, were the better team at half time, although they were one yeah. nil down. And yeah, the, the goal was certainly against the run of play. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was quite funny. I was talking to a Chelsea fan today. Will do that though. You yeah, will. Indeed. <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. Someone, a Chelsea fan today, was saying to me, "You know, flipping neck, the, co- the crop. Where to, Gov? Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, Torres put the kind of ball in that nobody else can deliver and I thought we'll play him out wide then yeah. if he can do <laughs> that he's got about 8 assists this season he was season. playing Matter more century Matter yeah. was drifting in yeah, that's right, a lot. Was, I yeah. agreed with what Michael Cox said and so did marketing about yeah. that and he really influenced the game more and that volley was a sweet side hit. Yeah, was brilliant. sweet yeah. hit it was a side footer as well did you watch it I know, I know you, look, you thought Torres played well in the second half yeah. it was very sort of abject in the first half I mean didn't get a lot of service to be fair to him it's, it's a strange one with, with Torres I know it's, it's been spoken about a lot but he just is he ever going to get back from this? No, I think no. I, th- I think he's getting slightly better, more sort of more adept as it goes on. He's still there's a real big highlight of how sort of low on confidence he is still during the game when he had a real chance to pull the trigger and he didn't and he mm. passed it. Yeah. And I think you, you were thinking, oh, that's really obvious that he should have. A mm. confident Torres yeah. would have pulled the trigger. Mm. Then. But it's all round plays, link up no, plays. That's certainly certainly getting better. As you say, eight assists is pretty good, but it's, it's over a thousand minutes without a goal. A, f- a really interesting point I found that summed up the way Torres is going at the moment is. Um, when um, he, he, he got into the box and he controlled the ball on his chest nodded it down with his head and I think it's the same one you were yeah. talking about where he didn't pull the trigger but yeah. the skill to get himself into the position to That's then right. fluff it yeah. was <laughs> sublime so it's, it's he's, still he's there. so close to, to getting back 
to what he was and I, and I really hope he does and I think he can well the worst thing that can happen is just, you know, if Jorba comes back he just gets dropped again mm. and that'll be his head down you know, or he just, I mean, he, Chelsea maybe they need that he seems like such a delicate sort of fragile character he's the new Emil Heskey <laughs> <laughs> I did say this on Twitter but he looks like a sad ghost he yeah does. he does a bit yeah no, but I mean, if you've got a football player who's picking out like matter and Akers a space, to mm, be fair, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't great defending. Mm, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, if you can pick him out, I, 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 I don't mind. It's still scoring goals. It's Chicharito's, three against Man U. Yeah. Chicharito's goal as well. Where's the marking on that? <laughs> well, that was yeah. yeah Luis had a good game apart from that. I yeah. Well, the thing is with Luis, if you watch it again, there's a runner coming in from the box. I forget who it was, and I think it was Cahill. Probably should have picked up um, Hernandez. Hernandez, yeah. And he was kind of caught in two minds. But he didn't do either. At least yeah. do one, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah, it should yeah. be the man who's nearest the goal. I thought that um, I, I really anticipated May United attacking down the right with Valencia against Bosingua playing out of position, who's not mm. that good, Bosingua, let alone mm. at left back. And uh, but it didn't really seem to happen. But as you said, in a, in a sort of weird way, they were still the better team in the first half. Yeah. I, I have to say what if May United won that game. I mean, it feel, probably feels a bit like a win for them. But if they won that game, I fancy I fancy them to go all the way, win the title mm. because it's such a huge result for them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and so, so I was doing um, BBC World Service on Sunday, and some of the people were saying that people who were texting in were saying they were really annoyed because um, Chelsea wouldn't have conceded that. That, that against uh, Mourinho uh, sorry with Mourinho and Ancelotti as managers 3-0 up at home there's no way Mourinho yeah, well, that's, that's never happened before forget, or, or Big Av Big Ave, yeah, <laughs> Uncle Uncle Abbey, yeah. Abbey, you know, yeah. That, that's true though they wouldn't have <laughs> and, but yeah I think that's never happened at Stamford Bridge in, in the Premier League but Chelsea are a team in transition they've got to be patient they've just got to be patient it's an interesting one to bring um, Romeo on you know, I know I wanted yeah. to shore it up, but United were so on the front foot that yeah, it was just right. a real sign of encouragement for them, which, you know, you, you don't give Man United. What no. about Paul Skulls coming on? Yeah, you, you felt like he had a big impact. Massive impact, yeah. And uh, Get him on the plane. <laughs> he won't do it. Him and Parker. He won't do it. Hey. He hates John Terry. Yeah. <laughs> John Terry hates gingers. He thinks there yeah. are two types of red people in this world, which is redheads and gingers. <laughs> I like that um, John Terry sat next to Ramirez in the crowd. Yeah, just briefly before we go on to that, um, we've got to mention David De Gea with a wonderful save oh, at the pulled end. Out, pulled oh out of goodness. where the spiders lived. That, that, yeah, that's as good as a goal for me. The camera <laughs> shot was amazing, but yeah. it came from nowhere. Like, he wasn't even in the shot. He <laughs> <just> flew <laughs> across. He's like a flying werewolf. Yeah. Save of the season, Jim. Clark. Yeah, absolutely. Stick an absolute bullet free kick against him right on the top corner and he'll save it. Float a really close <laughs> across it. And it'll try and punch it. Yeah. Swallow it yards. and stick it up over the line. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, um, shall we move on to, to John Terry then? Yes. Must we? Um, uh, obviously, he's been stripped of the What's England. he been up to? <laughs> we didn't play for some reason um, on Sunday, but uh, he's been stripped of the England captaincy. And Fabio Capello has strongly disagreed with this and come out and said so, which could compromise his situation as England manager, really. The FA explained yeah, I don't, it, I don't it, know it? that it will, yeah. I mean, I think it's a funny one because Capello coming out and talking about it just means the issue rumbles on for a bit longer but at the same time I suppose he doesn't want to be seen to be a sort of fickle manager who changes his mind all the time he's like oh he's my captain he's not my captain he's my captain he's not my captain so I think Capello's come out to sort of show that it's he's it's been it's been taken out of his hands you know I think he's weirdly in a strange way it's to sort of uh, reinforce his own authority yeah. you know because it he's, make, it, he's not a fickle manager and it's making him look like he is he's more annoyed the fact that it's that. been taken out of his hands and done above his head than anything else I think mm. yeah. but I think it's the correct decision I think if you look at the England captaincy as a, as a, as a almost like a position of public office and, and you compare that with a politician or something if there's enough evidence from the CPS to charge you for something and it's a racial, racially ba- based crime that you're being accused of then you'd be suspended on full pay taken out the foreign line and then mm. you'd be 
and you wait for the, the outcome of the, of the case. That's and I right. think that's the right decision to make. I mean, mm. you could even argue you should go one step further and say he's not eligible for selection. And in which case, it's not Capello's business. You say, yeah. right, he's not el- available for selection. You've got to pick someone else, pal. Yeah. Well, it's the, the same thing you know. that's kept Joey Barton out of England setups. You know, he's been in the past. Yeah, it's been you know mooted that you know. I mean, I don't know if, if, if there's anything official. They're not officially. They're not officially. Well, no. but it's, it's certainly not the exact not same be, thing. Let's make that very clear. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, no, but it, it would not be a surprise if you know the FA were like, oh, we're not so sure about him. He's been to jail. This sort of thing. Or, or Lee Bowyer might be. Yeah, another it, it, you know, we've, we've said it more than one occasion. We don't care who the captain is. No, no. I don't. on one level, I agree with you. But the other thing is. You've got to look at it in the wider context. If mm. England go and play Ukraine in Ukraine, and we have Ashley Colt left back, and the Ukrainian fans end up chucking, chucking a load of monkey chants at him, yeah. is Terry going to join in? <laughs> yeah. no, but, no, but the, England, the FA are then going to complain about it, and the Ukrainian yeah, yeah. FA are going to say, well, we can sort your own house. Yeah, well, no. well I, think, I think the problem with that is, the whole situation is, the fact that I believe they were offered a, an earlier court date, but they were told that um, he was too yeah. busy. And a lot those of, key witnesses and aren't available. key witnesses aren't yeah. available. What do footballers do? Why can't, how come Harry Redknapp can go to a... To, More importantly, why a is a football game, game or a trip away to an away match taking precedence over a, a legal court game? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an absolute a criminal disgrace. case. <laughs> and I tell you what, this, the whole thing is making me slightly embarrassed to be a football fan. The, the, just from, from well, I'm not even a football bottom. fan, so... Right. <laughs> just, you know, from, just from, a from the beginning, fan. From the beginning of the, you know, the incident happened to now, the way it's been dealt with, that exact incident you're talking about with the court case being moved, it's pathetic. Like, yeah. with Rio Ferdinand getting booed, all that sort yeah. of stuff. It's just... It's in, I just thought we'd moved so far past all this sort of be nonsense. With it, yeah. Mm. Uh, well, Ferdinand said he didn't fancy it as captain. I can't blame him. Would we have Scott Parker? I don't have Parker or Hart, but that's pizzas. Mm. I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, a, it's a coin toss. And a, I'll a say give it to Casillas. Casillas, yes. got, you know. Rubinho, he captains Brazil. You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. You know, it's, just, it's really, it's not as important as we make it out. I'd, I'd make Hargreaves captain. He's never around. Just, he, he can't do anything wrong. He's never <laughs> there. Out of the firing line again. But yeah. the, only, like, the only thing I've got to do is toss a coin and exchange mm. a pennant. Not a Jermaine yeah. pennant, like a pennant. <laughs> yeah, that bring him Jermaine pennant. That'd be great, what what has Terry really achieved as England captain? No, He's been so. kicked in the face loads and yeah. but like been at the helm for some embarrassing losses. Well, I think it's to, to single him out, though, I think it's a... Well, no, but the, the point is... No, you want to generalise, like, race system. <laughs> oh, OK, <laughs> right, I see. But the point is, there's this clamour for him to stay as captain, but is he really... Does it make a difference if he's captain? Well, he's, who does? Uh, does an England fan... Well, does, I think, has he been that, you know, delicious and English, England captain in that he's, he pisses in nightclubs, he, you know, he's not... Well, what happened in seventh glory, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm nostalgic for those days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, like worse. it's like more innocent about him taking a piss in a plant pot in a nightclub. <laughs> that was a really but, uh, big story back in the it day. It was, yeah. it was, yeah. That wouldn't even... I now assume he does that every night. That wouldn't night. even make a sub page on no. the sub headline. Just goes on page off the balcony. Three he doesn't even have a toilet. No. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it is a fun Bobby one. But <laughs> no, <laughs> just you know. But what would you say about? Yeah, what I mean, would he say? just stuck to theft, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, West Ham. I'm joking. Um, what, what would you say about John Terry? The reason why he was reinstated <laughs> as captain was because in the friendly against Denmark, I think England won two one. That uh, Capello didn't like it, and I can understand this. That it, I can't remember who was captain maybe it was Lampard in the first half I forget who and in the second half it was kind of like oh you have the armband and nobody really wanted to take responsibility and yeah. Terry was the only one trying to organise the team trying to organise the back he'd line. do that anyway yeah he would do that anyway yeah, but this is true. Uh, so I, I can understand why Capello's a little bit miffed because if indeed Terry is a leader on the pitch which he appears to be 
that's why he's a bit annoyed. But ultimately, I, I, I'd like someone like Scott Parker. He's all very well. Very, he looks like an RAF bomber pilot. No, I agree with Parker. I would, I would say because I think he, I genuinely think he's one of the first names on the sheet now. Yeah. Uh, him or Hart. But the thing about John Terry is, you say, oh yeah, well he, he teaches it seriously. He doesn't like the fact that you know, he organises. But he needs to realise, as an adult male, mm. that there are some some standards of behaviour that come along with that yeah. you know, and we're not saying he's been found guilty of anything yet but his, his, his behaviour in the past mm. hasn't exactly befitted an ambassador for the England no, team true, or yeah. for any team and he needs to, ac- he needs to accept that yeah. another issue as well is that he hasn't been found guilty of anything yet no, yeah. Which no is but why in the past he's done things though yeah I know but this is why I think it's another strange reason that it's been put back you know, it just why not try and clear his name as soon as possible? I think, or not? I think there was a bit of pressure in there to, to put it back, and it made it a lot easier for them mm. to, to not have to deal with it till after the Euros, to be honest. And then, and then Terry can probably just retire anyway. But I don't see why it's a positive thing for England. I don't think it to is. Deal a with I don't even know why he's playing for England. <laughs> <laughs> why is he even playing? Get, get, him off, get, get him off. Get him off the plane. Get him off the plane. Throw him off that plane. Um, right. We must go to North London, where, uh, well, we were already here, but uh, <laughs> speaking, Arsenal 7, Blackburn Rovers 1 was a wonderful result. And is it times like this, Jim, when you think, can we not have more than three points? For can it? I just make a noise? Yeah. <sighs> I was going to say how much longer is Paul Robertson going to frustrate Arsenal <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know it was, uh, it, was, it was brilliant it was just nice to see Arsenal sort of have that kind of vim about them I worried they'd lost that because there used to be a time um, even in recent seasons where you know if Arsenal would have a run of results you would know someone was going to be on the end of an absolute hammering mm-hmm. and it looked as if always we might have yeah. always <laughs> Paul Robertson yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it, it looked as if we might have lost that because this, this team, you know, is, is one of the one of the weakest under Wenger. I think it's fair to say, and um, it was just a brilliant performance from from the, the front three in particular were superb. It's shown how you know Arteta's already really grown in stature in the team. He's a very important part of that midfield. He makes it tick, particularly in the absence of Wilshire and where Ramsey's playing a lot of games. And you know, Walcott was was on top of his game. Hopefully, can find that form again. Oxlade um, Chamberlain. Oxlade Chamberlain. Yeah, mm, I mean, the there's brace. been a lot of hype around him already, but you know, he was he was just superb again. He, he's just he's exciting isn't he he's, he's very, he's very much, strong yeah. as well and it's, he, um, he just looks very accomplished for his age yeah. he needs to play he just needs to play as Absolutely. much as possible yeah, just, right. and I think he's going to displace our Shavin mm. yeah I, I think well, so he has done really yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean like just this is it now they, see I, you later I, Andrew I, I'm surprised Arsenal didn't move him on well he may still go on because the Russian transfer window is open for another month Fine, so there's, okay. he could go to there's still time Arsenal fans Van Persie I mean you start it's crazy but Arsenal start a goal up every game because Van Persie always scores he's eclipsed Dennis Bergkamp that's in right, terms yeah. of scoring record now, which shows you what a sort of top quality player he is, because Bergkamp's one of those names that's almost sort of like you know fictional. He's so <laughs> legendary, <laughs> yeah, but it just shows yeah. you the, the, the quality of Van Persie. And nice to see Henri getting his, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that even though it was slightly fortuitous in the first match yeah, and then his last match as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, last night it matched at the Emirates. I think yeah. he, and he may yet stay on for the game at Tottenham or oh, sorry against Tottenham at home yeah. that would be brilliant we all want to see that <laughs> all Spurs fans know he'll score they know he'll score <laughs> Adebayo will score more Robinson was <laughs> Robinson was I mean I know the Henry goal was a deflection or whatever but it's like He's considered over 50 goals against Arsenal now. <laughs> so he's not even trying anymore. <laughs> he's Arsenal eight shots on target. But seven, seven I don't know, though, bear in mind, though, I mean, he did. He was in that Leeds team who Arsenal beat 5 0, I think, three times in the same That's season. partly his fault. Yeah, but they were. Uh, he was, was in goal for those but games. Loads of those goals were one on ones against him with Henri. I think Henri scored four of them, one of those then. games. Yeah, remember, what, still, <laughs> remember what Arsenal <laughs> used to be like, yeah, Luke. Exactly, well, yeah. You know, come on. He was particularly on the end of that. He, he's got about 40 England caps, Robinson. Hmm. 
Yeah, well, he, he always been a goalkeeper of some repute. I'm just saying he's a shadow of his former but self. But when he's he still an excellent goalkeeper, yeah, and so. when that equalised, it wasn't equalised, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, I, I remember sort of thinking, oh. Jive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let the team down. I mean, it's a silly yeah, decision, really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously that helped a lot. So that, you know. I mean, we, Arsenal were 3-1 up at that point. Oh, they were but, looking good. Yeah, they were looking they good. They would have won the game, of course, yeah, but yeah. it still didn't help. I mean, I'm just trying to be a bit balanced here because I had a pop at Robertson. It wouldn't have helped that he had a, 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 a sort of player like Jive experienced who's you know not too bad mm. making a ridiculous decision like a Kevin Nolan-esque decision mm. on the half yeah, also um, Christopher Samba was awful it's like he wasn't even there <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. like what you did there now was he uh, got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, QPR 1 Wolves 2 Bobby Zamora yeah, B Zam. Yeah, one of the transfers. Nice goal as well. Was it was a nice goal. He linked up for the goal. Didn't That's he? a nice he's a huge player for that team. He is. He, he, like, I'm, I imagine he's on like catastrophic wages. But, I mean, <laughs> Cisse or Zamora. That's, uh, Zamora. That's one heck of a. That's well, one heck him and Cisse, you'd be loving that. Yeah, but you think it's a funny move. Y'all was seem keen to to let him go. I don't think they got on really. Yeah, well. no, it, it smacks of that, doesn't it? But it's. It was almost talismanic for Fulham a few seasons ago, and he seemed to be getting back to that form. Just that Europa League final season, mm. he was excellent. Mm. The, yeah. the, the thing is, I think even his final game. Sorry to interrupt, Louis, against um, was it Newcastle or, or was that second to last for Fulham? That you know, three assists was it or two assists, a goal? But I think what happened was we mentioned this. I think I think on the show, but we definitely talked about it, if not on the show, that. Um, when Brian Ruiz came in, so yeah. unsettled Zamora a little bit, mm. and, yeah. and then and then Zamora I think took that as a bit of an affront with Yol, and they had a bit of a falling out, and they never recovered from that really. But you can you can play the two. Well, the, the, ultimately Zamora's gone, so but it's I don't think you can play the two because if you look at the Fulham Newcastle game, if Fulham mm. came back and won well, Zamora only really flourished after Ruiz went off. I told you that was Berdinho. It was bad coming on. <laughs> but at the, at the same time, is it not worth trying to find a solution to make that work? Because you've got two undoubtedly great players there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no, I understand. It's strange to just sort of um, just well, jettison. It, it's certainly QPR's gain and I suppose Fulham I can't remember the figure but it was sort of 4, 5, 6 million for him for a 30, 31 year old I think it was 4 initially wasn't it rising to yeah. I, I just think they've thrown the bobby out with the bathwater water <laughs> <laughs> indeed um, uh, but he was on the beat at QPR and he got the goal but Wolves got 2 and won the game CC was sent off we were sending off for Wolves goals um, he scored on his debut but got sent off on his home debut was it a sending off? Do you think? Oh God, of course it was. That's that's the equivalent of just like leaving the house without your trousers on. Yeah. It's just one of those. It's such a the ref will always thing do it. Do. Yeah. Always. Mm. He doesn't have to. When when you hear when you hear a pundit or or saying, oh, he's raised his hand, so he's got to go. That's bollocks. That's not. There's nothing in the laws to say that. Yeah. You mm. got. It's got to be violent conduct. Yep. Using excessive force or brutality. That's the like, That's which, the law. Which he, which he didn't. didn't do. No. Which, didn't which do. is why yeah, I was wondering if refs do it, don't they? I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that um, he's, he, he wasn't stupid because he should know that referees make. That yeah. decision, but the referee was wrong to make a decision, in my opinion. So you thought it wasn't a sending off? It, by the laws of the game, I know they're open to interpretation. Yeah. But by the laws of the game, it's not a sending off. No, no, I didn't look think at it the was height either. difference though. <laughs> like, it didn't also, look like a. <laughs> maybe that went into the referee's head. Yeah. Cissé's broken two legs in his career. Well, one, that was one, mentioned. One was a sort of unfortunate one, but the other one was from a tackle. Mm. And he's well within his rights to react in that way because yeah. I, I think Roger Johnson knew that as well. I think he went in there quite quite harshly on him to try and rile him up, and it worked. It worked. Johnson could have arguably gone for that tackle, mm. Mm. but it's a great win for Wolves though, and yeah, they, uh, they do indeed. It's a very unstable time at Wolves because the fans seem to be really on McCarthy's back when things are going badly, and when they're going well, they seem to just be waiting for them to go badly yeah. again. Yeah, you know, yeah it's, it's, it must be tough for McCarthy. It wasn't that long ago when Molyneux was a bit of a rough old place in terms of mm. the fans misbehaving and stuff? You know, mm. in terms of booing and that sort of thing. So yeah, I yeah. just feel sorry for him in in the post match interviews. He's not afraid to kind of show that he's sad about the horse. Yeah, he's sort of going, 
you know, we're like, we're, we're, shipped, we're shipped two goals in the second half. He, <laughs> he, he bigged up, uh, he said that he didn't agree with the he said he didn't like to see Cesar get sent off for that as yeah. well. I like McCarthy, I think he's um, quite frank, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah. that about him. Come on, let's go to uh, the Sports Direct Arena, Cave of Funks and James' Park, whatever you want to call it. The Senegalese boys did the business, Pete. Brilliant. Kissing the ground, both of them together. I like mm. that they've got like something in common. Solidarity. That they both enjoy. <laughs> it's the it's, it's, it's a Muslim thing, isn't it? Yeah. I like yeah. to see a, um, an interpreter helping him out with the post-match interview. You don't see that enough these days. Well, actually, <laughs> Dem- Demba Barr helped him out. For yeah, one yeah another one, yeah. yeah and um, Gabriel Obertan translated for a football I'll just focus interview. Yeah. I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'd sign for Sunderland. Yeah, just say everything Freddie Shepherd said about the yeah. women, yeah. women yeah. and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lovely goal, though. It was. It was. Um, just, uh, there's no yeah. way anyone's saving that. Even Shea Given. They were shouting dodgy oh, keeper. Dodgy <laughs> keeper. <laughs> Pete is beaming at the moment yeah. just talking about this. <laughs> it, was, it was a lovely goal on his debut, though, wasn't it? They, David Delay would have saved Spen- it. Spen- already looked great together, Barron. Yeah, well, I mean, it's. It's worth repeating they, they haven't played a lot With each other For their national team mm. And um, he, he spends a lot of time Offside He's like Leon Vest But quick He like <laughs> he like hangs offside Like you wouldn't believe And there's mm. a couple of opportunities Where And apparently that The, the stats bear him out Apparently he's the most Offside uh, player In the Bundesliga <laughs> <laughs> His goal scoring record For Freiburg's decent And they're it terrible is. as well they scored, yeah. He scores like 70% of their goals Or something right, or Scott, okay. Let's say scored but that one was just oh, and Denver oh. Bar scores fifty five percent of Newcastle's goals, so that means they're going to get one hundred and twenty five percent of goals from Newcastle. Yeah, Although much. some of them will be Freiburgs, so <laughs> yeah, oh, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very complicated that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and get his own marking to explain that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Villa's goal was scored by Robbie Keane again. Oh, it, why did he move? He's, he's never going to lose that ability, that Michael Owen esque ability. Well, I say Michael Owen esque. It's been a long time yeah. now, but Keane always pop up on Mark. Ex Michael Owen. Some yeah. of his movement, uh, it, it, the d- couple of dummies that he moved, he just dummies moves off, and mm. you know. So like someone perch goes oh god I don't know what's going on I hate his celebration yeah, yeah I really do That's stop sorry. it Robbie you're taking years off your career yeah. <laughs> you're out on your knees <laughs> he's had a great time at Villa since he's been yeah, yeah. Well, back there back in the league do you reckon he'll be tempted to, to think oh I can still cut it I might come yeah, back why would you think he left why? way too early yeah, yeah. Mm. remains to be seen now um, oh let's quickly before we go on to uh, the two footed stuff West Brom 1 Swansea 2 we've got to mention the Swans second goal 19-20 passes brilliant mm. yeah excellent we've run out of things same, same every again. week yeah. same again yeah they always, they always um, even if they lose they still perform well yeah. mm. get yeah. them on the plane all of them yeah so, you know Wales in for England maybe <laughs> um, uh, now have you seen this a how to tackle DVD has been sent round to the football clubs across the country this week because um, there's been much debate over who said it you Sorry? Who's sending it? <laughs> well, someone needs to. You get annoyed to. about it, so you're sending it. Um, <laughs> you're starring in it. <laughs> is it Cissé? It's like yeah, a really yeah. sarcastic <laughs> thing. He's still so annoyed about <laughs> yeah, that tackle. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Neil Warnock. Well, that yeah. one's all right. So is that one. I don't see the problem with that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, some <laughs> of course, there's been recent sending offs with two-footed tackles. The DVD is intended to show the difference between careless tackles, reckless tackles, and tackles using excessive force. And, and, and there's going to be Premier League uh, examples from recent matches would you not be a bit annoyed if you're you popped up on it yeah, yeah. everyone's seeing oh, yeah. am I getting yeah. royalties for this yeah Carl Hendry's <laughs> Carl Hendry's thinking there I am again yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think do you reckon at the beginning of the DVD it will come up saying starring Carl Hendry <laughs> <laughs> Vince company. Is, is this Carl Henry again yeah. <laughs> yeah. if he's got his tackle out it's out of order yeah. <laughs> what do you think Pete I yeah. mean is this do, do we need this is this a bit ridiculous I, d- I don't think it needs to go to the players I think it needs to go to the uh the manager I think to a certain extent. and introducing Roger Johnson 
<laughs> Indeed. Well, let's go to the championship where um, Nolan was sent off for a two-footer for mm. West Ham in the Green Street derby. God, if if um, only they'd sent the DVD to all of the football leagues. Uh, yeah, uh, West Ham 2, Millwall I 1. I think Nolan still would have done that. Yeah. It was, t- it was an outrageous decision from a club captain <laughs> in a derby. <laughs> out, out of all the two-footed lunges craziness, it wasn't the worst one I've seen even probably this no, last couple of weeks. But a, yeah, it was silly. <laughs> in a fiercely contested derby yeah. like, that, like that game, you'd imagine, I don't know, mm. to, if I was a fly on the wall in that dressing room in West Ham, I'd imagine that Kevin Nolan, as the captain, would be saying, right, don't let the occasion get to you. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the ball down. Let's keep it for a bit and play the game. Let's not play the occasion. <laughs> Bang! Nine minutes gone. Off. Yeah. But you, uh, it's straight red as well. <laughs> and he's, and he's been one of their best players. Yeah. It's a it's a form of cowardice, I think, to a certain extent, because you you want to you want to go in hard, but you don't want to risk your you, you just putting one foot in. You just want to go right. I'm not going to get hit from this. Smack. I've heard, I've heard, yeah. Yeah, I've, you're right because I've heard players because um, you've done it. Talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I've seen you do it. I can't get the pace. <laughs> uh, I've heard players say they use the soles of their feet as an almost shield, and that's why. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they're worried they're going to get hurt themselves. So in mm. that way, it is a like bit you wouldn't hard. want to go like with just with, your, with a pointed with, foot with a meta you, you know, I have, I have to say, I, I did think them, I saw the game. I did think Millwall were awful. Yeah. Absolutely awful. I mean, part, the goal aside, which was a nice goal, they, I thought they were really poor. Well, they've been poor this season, really. Mm. Haven't they? Allardyce says it's one of his best ever wins. Yeah. It's a big. Well, it's a big occasion, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. and he's going to. It would be d- down to ten early on. Yeah, yeah. and he's going to get a lot of credit for saying that with the fans as well. Mm. Yeah, um, uh, Bristol City zero, Leeds United three. But the story coming out of Leeds is that they've sacked Simon Grayson. Yeah, day after the transfer window shut. A little bit hard. Do you not think? <laughs> well, if you're going to do it, do it before the transfer window yeah. finishes. Yeah. Oh no, because Ken Bates doesn't yeah. spend any money. So <laughs> it well, also not when implies it, that Ken Bates operates using some sort of logic. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Three. Uh, there are only a few points <laughs> off the playoff spots. I think. Another classy decision. Yeah, um, there, there have been like reports coming out that Grayson's not sort of lost the lost the dressing room a little bit. And, mm. and, and to, but to be fair to Grayson, he's had players sold from under him. Yeah. Oh, there's been a lot of players moving out, yeah, to and fro. Then. I hate Ken Bates. Yeah. He, he looks like something from Star Wars, doesn't he? Yeah. Barely even looks human. He's such a horrible looking bloke. Yeah. Is it you who calls him Papa Smurf? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not that. sure it's harsh enough. No, <laughs> um, there's talk of Warnock being being sort of tapped up, but I, I think Warnock. Has a bit of history of Bates because didn't he turn down Chelsea? Did, when, wasn't he doing really well at a lower league club? At, just Warnock and, and Bates yeah, in the same yeah, club. Yeah, last even even Gary what? McAllister <laughs> on Football Focus was like, "Woof, come on!" Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he wants it. That's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very much. Um, sad news coming out of Nottingham. Uh, Nottingham Forest owner Nigel Doubt has died. Yeah. Their owner, of course, a very sad indeed. He was a genuine fan of the club. Yeah, uh, as was his family. Of money as well. Hundred really million, though. I read somewhere. I read seventy-five, but either right. way. Yeah, mm. he's in his fifties as well. Yeah, could, yeah condolences yeah, to his yeah, family. Yeah, stuff, yeah. He's in the gym, wasn't it? Was it yeah, he's the gym at his house or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, right Forrest, I mean, he, so I was just going to say, Forrest in a real dire straits as well. Yeah. So yeah. I think he has put financial things in place. Uh, should anything happen, happen to him, hopefully they'll be okay for the near future. But mm. still, not not great, is it? Let's go to Serie A, um, where Milan dropped points at home to Napoli, and Zlatan was sent off mm. for slapping a player. But it was a real cowardly slap. It was around the head of one of his teammates and more of a sort of brush in the face <laughs> like a Mourinho eye gouge yeah it was from, a lot like from that. the blind side That's true. Yeah. like Mr Tickle yeah Ooh, yeah you should put your shoulder into it come on if you're going to get sent off Juventus still undefeated yeah, yeah. well they drop points as well got a game in hand but, but like Zlatan he now could be um, banned up to three games which will include the game against Juventus <laughs> yeah. oh. for that player of the year as well if you're oh. going to use your like karate skills 
Give them a full <laughs> Your honorary karate skills. Wow. <laughs> um, elsewhere in Serie A, big win for Roma. They beat Inter 4 0. Mm. Inter have conceded eight goals in their last two games. They drew um, last week with uh, Palermo 4 4. What the hell are they doing, Luke? Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's just as we bigged them up. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure Diego Melito scored four goals in that 4 4. He did, yeah. <laughs> and he's the only player in Serie A history to score four in one game and not be on the winning team. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Mickey Brilliant. also got a hat trick in that game. Um, yeah. And Barini scored twice. For, for Roma and he's uh, he's 20 years old he's, yeah. he's ex-Chelsea just that just sounds weird it does. Yeah. He, I mean he, he's Italian as well and, like, mm. he's uh, under 21 international playing very very well he looks, looks a real prospect not Bojan, looking at Chelsea Bojan scored a great goal as well. yeah. he had like an, like an army of players around him managed to turn on the edge of the box and score a peach it's, like, it's, it's good to see him doing mm. well under Enrique but they're doing much better now. They're about sixth now, aren't they? Or yeah, they're, they're, they're coming back up. They're coming back up. Mm. Um, you only get three places in the Champions League though in Serie A this season, true, yeah. so it's a lot harder. Um, uh, perhaps a goal of the weekend in Serie A was um, Rodrigo Palacio mm. scoring for Genoa with an outrageous flick. I didn't see that one. Well, it, it, I don't think he meant to score, did he? I, I don't know. There was a I lovely. Hope he meant to. Score. There was a lovely on his birthday as well. A lovely totty back heel on that Roman. <laughs> <back heel. laughs> that, there will be. Took about four <laughs> players at the game with a back heel. <laughs> <laughs> guy should have scored, but. That's it. That's, well that's it isn't it don't slave to the result he could still do that <laughs> when he's like 50 years old I love that the Roma fans had a banner because obviously Luis Enrique's in charge a lot is yeah. put on the start of play don't slave to the result no <laughs> gorgeous sentiment yeah. um, which doesn't win your trophies no. um, uh, right but let's go to the three sorry <laughs> titles like 100 years or something yeah. well, yeah. uh, slaves to the title <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bundesliga is that yeah. what you had saying well let's go there whereas Borussia Dortmund have broken away from the pack at the top of the league they won 2-0 uh, against Nuremberg whereas Bayern, Schalke and Mönchengladbach all drew well, they played each other three way game well it was yeah, incredible it was crazy. Yeah, it it's a good league that's why it's so well attended <laughs> three sets of fans at each game <laughs> <laughs> but I love Schalke's font on their on the names on their kits yeah. it's just like a sort mm. of big 70s cartoon font for the yeah. names of their players it's brilliant <laughs> mm. um, now we talked about uh, Bayern Munich last week uh, dropping a, a bollock with their transfer uh, signing the 12th man which was the fans and dropped they, a ballack they did <laughs> they, well yeah, um, <laughs> Frank Ribery um, was saying the other day I thought it was quite ironic that Bayern should have strengthened their squad in the transfer window they did they signed about 13 million Facebook <laughs> yeah. well he, he said and this is well he said Bayern have no real good bench and don't <laughs> terrible have terrible grammar <laughs> and don't have a really good second team um, but I'm not the president nor the manager just a player shut up then well, yeah, stop yeah, acting exactly. like it he's basically slagging off the subs and the s- yeah, he, yeah. he said we've got a good start at 11 but uh, the rest put, of them, they're all dicks I'd, I'd put them on the bench for the next game <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what do you think of it now yeah. <laughs> is that improved it yeah. it's heated <laughs> what's wrong with it oh, yeah. dear. elsewhere in Germany um, Michael Ballack's agent has got himself in trouble with Rudy Voller Yes, I just said that. Um, his agent, the uh, gob in his afro. <laughs> <laughs> his, his agent's name is Doctor Michael Becker. Brilliant! Wow. Um, Isn't that a name with the of uh, Ted, Dan- Ted Danson's character in the in, in the, in the uh, medical drama Becker? It must be. It <laughs> yeah. absolutely must be. Um, he's been moaning, saying that his client is being treated like a pawn at Bayern Leverkusen. Voller is director of sport at the club, and he met with Becker last week, and he said he has been shown the yellow card. This will never happen again, or he will never set foot in the stadium 
Hasn't Balak been a bit rubbish at that beginning? He has been disappointing since joining in 2010. Yeah, he's on, you know, he's off the back of a sort of you know pretty injury plagued time. Do you well. not like that though? That the director of sport at the club <laughs> has not said, it. yeah, he's he's gone right. You're slagging you're slagging the club off. Right, meet me. Yeah, do that again and you're out. Pal. It's a yellow. End yeah. of. I hope you've got an actual yellow. Like. <laughs> I, <think it's, laughs> I would have done. So what is he implying that Balak, because Balak's a bit of a Leverkusen legend, he's implying that he's being used to sell sell shirts that sort of stuff? Well, I don't know. Mm. Don't know enough about it to be honest. But uh, I, I like though that. The, 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 Taking a stand against the agents. Well, watch it with interest. Mm. Yeah, Paul Stretford could have a good job in Germany. <laughs> yeah, <isn't> he? yeah. <laughs> He's been banned from the country. Can you imagine Paul Stretford <laughs> in his ear going, "Right, now tell him you want more wages. Tell him you want more wages. <laughs> Go on, Wayne. <laughs> Go on, Wazos. And a house for me. Yeah. <laughs> and a dragon." <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise we're off Now let's go to Some international football The African Cup of Nations Pete yeah. Enjoyable uh, It has been enjoyable The Ivory Coast Showing a bit more Aren't mm. they <laughs> In fact the Ivory Coast Is the only team That really actually You know won convincingly They're get, tight game Well Zambia guys. did as well They'll get dramatically Beat in the final That's how it works I'm right? not sure I think, I think it could be It could be their year um, Drogba <laughs> scored two He missed a penalty uh, The first one was a little bit Of a gift But Drogba still had a bit to do But what a powerful header The second goal what a free mm. kick from Toure uh, well, For the, the third at, From miles away Yeah it was wasn't it, it was, 35 I yards I don't think it was I think Javino took a bit of a dive for that as well He went down very easily and, and Toure absolutely leathered it I, on the I think it was probably About 35-40 yards But maybe that camera angle makes it look further away Well the footage I was watching said That it was like 32 metres or something So yeah it's over okay. 35 yards just about mm-hmm. you, you, Going back to the Drogba one if you, Can you imagine him as a 75 year old man I can't imagine no. him He'd still having, be like that Won't he what, Just being do? the most Powerful old man In the world yeah. He's just so Some The way he hung in there And he just slammed it A proper mm. Strikers Piss off header <laughs> <laughs> Piss Punched off it. everyone I'm doing this <laughs> Punched yeah. it with his head it's sort it. of thing. Indeed um, Elsewhere Ghana uh, Beat Tunisia 2-1 Very unconvincing Ghana But they've gone mm. through But I, I think Zambia will beat them In the semi-final I'd, I'd love to see Zambia win it I would uh, They've been really entertaining mm. Players like um, Mayuka I think it is mm. And um, Calaba have, have been great But their main man for me Is the Frenchman At the helm of it all Harve Renard <laughs> He is He's the next Bond Got a bit of a man crush Haven't you Mass- I think like if he walks in the room and James Bond was in there, Bond would go, oh, I've got a bit of competition here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely hair. Yeah. It is very suave. It, mm. White white shirt and the, oh. and the, and the ladies, ladies get on back, that, I'll tell you. Have a look at that. Yeah. Um <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, uh, where else? Uh, Gabon Marley was a good game. It was mm. nice to see a stadium that was nearly full. Yeah, that's been a real problem. <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it's just it's more just about the regimes in charge of the, you know, Guinea, well, Soil Guinea in particular. But. It's all over football, though, isn't it? I mean, I know it's mm. to, to more of an extent in Africa, but, but for an international tournament. When you, when you see the stadiums, like, you just think, who's benefiting from this tournament? Mm. Who's benefiting from this? Well, there's, there's a, I mean, there's been a lot said about that there's not been many flights um, in and around the countries. You know, it's very difficult for fans to travel, so fans don't go there because it's expensive enough. Yeah. Yeah. And and ticket prices in Equatorial Guinea have been at sort of a week's wages uh, on average. That it's been very very poorly planned. But the way people say that though, oh, it's been a week's wages. Yeah, I understand that. But how much were the Champions League final tickets at Wembley? Yeah, two hundred and fifty euros or something. Yeah, that's not far off a week's wages for yeah, a lot of people yeah. in England. But that's but that's the biggest game in the European calendar. But it's still a big tournament game, is what we're saying. Oh. I'm, I'm not I'm not comparing them in that way. I'm just saying that it's not just in Africa yeah. where tickets are ridiculously expensive. Yeah. I mean, there, we, there was talk um, just the other day about a team going away to Arsenal or no, going away to Chelsea, I think, and some of the tickets are sixty pounds. Mm. You know, it's outrageous. Oh, yeah, but but comparing but, African prices. And but all I'm saying to you is, it's more of a worldwide. Yeah, yeah no, that is it, it's just it's representative of a trend. 
Yeah. It's an extreme example of it, but yeah, it's yeah. going on. It's we, we we saw it um, at South Africa in the World Cup final. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's outrageous. We're quoted it sort of like way over a grand yeah. for final tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not from uh, not from official sources. Outlets, no, no. <laughs> no, we weren't quite anything from official sources because no one knew what was happening. Yeah. Me and Marcus sat. Fire. Me and Marcus sat in oh, yeah. one of the um, soccer camps. Going, has anybody heard anything about tickets? And possibly, <laughs> possibly. Thank you. Third place. No, that is not in Johannesburg. <laughs> I'm not going there. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just briefly before we go from the African Cup of Nations, um, Gabon did go out to Mali. Yeah. Um, it was a shame they had chances. One nil to miss it. Daniel Kuzan. Did Kater score the winning penalty? Kater did score. He showed a nice bit of composure, and it's nice for him because he's um, obviously he's looked to as their main man he scored a lovely goal to put them through um, oh and the other bit in the penalty shootout was um, um, Imanj I think his name was for Gabon he took the penalty that they needed to score to stay in it dinked it yeah oh, <laughs> oh my goodness that was just after uh, Pierre Aubameyang I think his name is uh, yeah. missed isn't it so he's re- the pressure's right up there I just, yeah. I, I just it's a great like shame for him he's been their main man yeah, and one of them what I really liked about that um, when he did miss was the whole team comforted him yeah. the whole team rallied around him indeed himself. I enjoyed like the uh, the lap of honour on an actual running track yeah. Which I quite like. Old school, yeah. that. Old school. <laughs> yeah, indeed. No, it's, it's great. So, uh, I, uh, my prediction Ivory Coast for Zambia in the final, Ivory Coast to win it after extra time. Oof. It's Ivory Coast versus Mali and Ghana versus Zambia in the semis, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That's what I think. And now it's time for Going for Gold. Going for Going for Gold. Gold. It is time for Going for Gold. Let me just uh, top Lord Rain. Grab me. Oh, grab me clothes. <laughs> Got me clothes. Got me clothes now. I am completely nudded. Um, I've just got wait a second for my mouse to wake up. <laughs> this is vintage radio, this. <laughs> Ma- Not even radio. Ma- MacBook Airs are sometimes a little bit uh, sluggish sometimes. Right, your first clue. Yep. I own two Tony and Guy hair salons with my business partner, Jim Shaw. Stop. Stephen Ireland. <laughs> no. <laughs> like Stop. It. David Ginola. No. Oh. Damien Atkinson. Oh, you can't have more than one. <laughs> and you've got to say stop. Yeah. No, Sorry, Simbind. As manager, I got my team to the conference national playoffs. Hmm. Stop. Graham Wesley. <laughs> no. Ah, oh, it's worth it. <laughs> well, obviously, it wasn't worth it. Yeah, that's my, what he said. My <laughs> middle, I'm worth it. <laughs> my, my middle name is Charles. Could be anyone. <laughs> next, All right. next clue my assistant at the moment is Jimmy Dack 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 Attack I just wanted to say Dack 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 Attack <laughs> right you said it Jimmy Dack he's a current manager at the moment I was a 1991 FA Cup and 1999 League Cup winner Dack Attack Dack Attack 1991 FA Cup winner yeah, yeah. Well, that narrows it down mm. I can't stop Justin Edinburgh it's just never. Yeah, oh, well done, mate. Well done. Well done. Well yeah, played. fair play. Cheers. I was born in Basildon. My first club was the Shrimpers. Uh, my final playing and first managing uh, job was uh, Billerica Town, and uh, I am in a city, but only just. Oh, <laughs> we'd have got that. Nice. God, I feel that back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. I was going through like Vinnie Samways, Gary Mavis. Vinnie Samways. Yeah. Lovely. Gary Mavis owning two hairs. Well, that's it, what I'm saying. Here. Lineker, <laughs> Gascoigne. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Toolsvet. Yeah. It's just Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> right then, it's profile. No, it isn't. It's emails. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Boom it. Oh, laugh. We nearly did. <laughs> <laughs>
Go on then. Bonjour, Ramblers. Hello. Uh, no, Is that Bernard? Uh, sadly not. Sadly only not. It's Ronan Donoghue. Um, not the same. Notice that you're fans of Graham Wesley, and I have a story from his Stevenage days. I used to work at the local college where my job was basically to arrange times and venues for students' PE as we didn't have much space in the college. We often used Stevenage's training facilities as it was just up the road and they had a dance studio. One day, I sent our supportive study students, which is students with various mental and physical disabilities, along with their teachers and the dance instructor up there to do a session. However, there had been a mix-up with the bookings and the team was supposed to be doing a session in there at the same time. I got a call from one of the teachers saying the boss, Wesley, was kicking off, furious that students were disrupting his day's training and wanted them to leave quickly. I rushed up there in an attempt to defuse the situation. When I arrived, the situation had calmed down and Wesley was joining him and the students in their dance lesson. Oh. I asked one of our teachers what had happened and she said he got so ironic rate that he went into the studio to kick the students out then he realised they were supportive study students and didn't have the heart to do it instead joining in with their fun well seems done. like a top bloke uh, but an all too real life version of David Brent <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that is from Ronan Donoghue so yeah thank you that's well, a lovely story isn't yeah. it we got to say about Graham Wesley that um, because Preston North End manager last week you mentioned he'd sent out yet more funny texts about terrorist attacks and all this yeah. sort of stuff, it's found out not to be true. Well, we got a good five minutes of material out of it. So yeah, so, so we'll have it. <laughs> Forget yeah. it. So uh, actually, can we just can we just refute that <laughs> and maintain that it is true? Well, we'd like to say sorry to Graham Wesley and uh, but but send some more texts and, and we'll have some more lols. Hello, I'm Dean Windass and this is my Hall of Fame. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for a profile. And who have we got coming at you? It's Aussie Ardiles. Big time. The likeable little Argentinian. Mm. Some player as well. Some player as well. He was born on August... Yeah, he's not getting in on his personality, you know. Mm. It's, uh, 3rd of August, 3rd 1952, August. Jim. Um, 15 years before the summer of love. 15. Mm. Mm. 15. Um, uh, well, what a player he was uh, from Argentina. As we said, he was... Damn it all, the first foreign player to have a real impact on the top division in the modern game in England. Mm. That was one of the, that was a time when there were really hardly any foreign players. It was a real big deal. Yeah. You can imagine at the time it was sort of it would have been almost quite controversial. You know, you probably would have had people yeah. c- kind of complaining about foreign players playing in the league. Yeah. You still get it now, but you know how yeah, I know people you hate the sort of naturalisation of players into international teams. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. just yeah, yeah. guessing, but I imagine I think it very much depends on who the player men is. would have been angry about that. Not many people were complaining about Burkamp, but some other people no, but that was a long, yeah. a long time before. Yeah. Burkamp was twenty yeah. years after. Yeah, yeah. fair yeah. enough. Um, and uh, many say he paved the way for other players from overseas to come and well, improve the standard of football in England, really. So, um, he uh, he used to play in the streets of uh, Argentina, as you'd imagine, uh, when he was young, and he got the nickname El Piton, the snake. Mm. He said, uh, when <laughs> well, I was... quite snakey, actually, quite sort of snake hit. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. He said, when I was younger... Yeah, tongue. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, uh, doesn't swallow, it doesn't chew his food. Gives when blood I was, to eggs. <laughs> All right. Yeah. When I, skin. When I was younger, I used to play He's football a snake. in the streets. <laughs> I was very small and wouldn't pass it much. I would dribble and dribble and dribble. My brother said that I looked like a snake because I used to wind round the pitch. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> he, has, he has quite snaky hips, I think. Like I said, I wouldn't give the ball to anybody else. My brother used to call me a tit. <laughs> 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 Everyone hated me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he uh, started his playing career at uh, Instituto de Cordoba, uh, which is uh, near his uh, town where he was from. And um, that was where Mario Kempesh was, too. Mm. 
Um, he started out there, I think. So um, he then moved to Belgrano before he made his way to Huracan in 1975, which is really where his career took off. The legendary Huracan. Mm. Absolutely. Um, he was uh, mainly a, a central midfielder or sort of right central um, midfielder. Wasn't tall, only about five six, five seven. Wasn't physically imposing, but um, had the knack of uh, breaking up play and, and instigating it too. Yeah, but he, he could move the ball quickly and pass it as well. Very, he, yeah. he was very nippy too. So he, he's, he's similar to um, a lot of the sort of diminutive players, midfield players we see around now. Yeah, you know, at the top end, you know, like you say, five foot seven. I think he was maybe like a David Pizarro. Would you yeah, say? yeah, absolutely. But he, he moved the ball very quickly. He, he'd get in on the end of a few tackles as well, and he dealt in some spectacular goals. Right? <laughs> yeah. He did score a few. We said uh, he described his playing style as saying, "Half my job was to create; the other half was to defend." I was a pure midfielder. Um, who you rarely saw in either penalty area. My task was to free up the playmaker to give him the time and space to create. Mm. Yeah. It's weird because you think of him as, a very, as almost an attacking midfielder. So it's interesting yeah. to hear that. Sort of, you know. Maybe, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's a player like that, got a deep lying playing. Uh, he's play still very cultured, though. I don't know oh, why he yeah, said that about so. himself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's being modest. Of, you think of some of the plays he played with, yeah. you know. There's no mo- room for modesty in the Dean when that's all the phone noise. He was called up to the Argentina squad in 1975 and would go on to great things in the famous blue and white jersey. Won the World Cup. Well, indeed he did. Um, the national coach at the time was Cesar Menotti, who our dealer said taught him more than, than anybody else in the game and I like this and he took this into management I'm sure we remember he said uh, he gave me a playing philosophy that valued the importance of trying to entertain and play good football yeah <laughs> definitely translated to his mind he was, he was Keegan's uh, influence well indeed he was a couple of years before the 1978 World Cup in Argentina a military hunter had taken control of Argentina and the country was in a, a, a bit of a state, really, mm. one could say. Um, but the government put a lot of pressure on the team to win the, the World Cup when it was hosted in Argentina. And a lot of pressure on the referees. Yes. <laughs> well, a lot yes. of conspiracy theories about that World Cup. Um, yeah, a lot of dodgy dealings and whatnot going on. But our dealers in Argentina did go on to win the tournament, beating the brilliant Dutch side in the final 3 1. Um, but the images. Of what the, a final that was. Yeah, yeah. after extra time. The ticker tape. Yeah, the ticker everywhere. tape. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. What an iconic Kempes image. was just joy in that. Yeah. Tournament as well. Yeah, the, the ticker tape in particular falling from the crowd um, during the tournament is one of the great World Cup iconic yeah. Yeah. images. You know, during that tournament uh, in '78 and also in '82, Argentina allocated their squad numbers alphabetically. Um, our dealer said this was to stop any arguments over who had what number although he said interestingly enough Mario Kempes in 1978 and Diego Maradona in 1982 both got the number 10 shirt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> odd that but he was uh, our dealer was number 1 in yeah. 1982 great stuff yeah. do you like that yeah I do quite like I think yeah. so it, the only problem with it is it, you end up with, it, with what I call the Steve Morrison problem where you have a number 5 plan up front yeah well Asamoah Jan for Garner who both 3 up front yeah, yeah. but, but like, these uh, are Kone for, um, for Levante mm. who's a uh, 2 up front well at least but at least there's a reasoning for this, though. You know, I understand. It's, yeah, it's, a system. It, yeah. it's not madness, it's not chaos, Luke. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's order, not disorder. Yeah. Anyway, after the, uh, the triumph at the World Cup in 78, Keith Birkinshaw, who was in charge of Spurs at the time, signed Ozzy Ardiles and his fellow countryman Ricky Villa for £750,000, which was an incredible move at the time, with very few foreign players moving around, especially not from Argentina to mm. England. Well, because didn't he have to go away during the Falklands? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we get on to that in a, Sorry, in, in a bit. No worries, yeah. But um, 
uh, our dealers he didn't know what to expect going to England um, it was an absolutely incredible move you know I mean there's not that many players go directly from Argentina to England nowadays mm. but mm. 1978 was unbelievable <laughs> stuff um, and when he arrived the Spurs fans recreated the ticker tape scenes from the 1978 World Cup which was uh, quite a nice touch I yeah. think later when he became Swindon Town Manager their fans did the same in the semi-final, semi-final of the playoffs against Blackburn <laughs> perhaps not quite the <laughs> don't have a go at them yeah but a great Effort, Effort, no doubt, no (laughs) doubt. The Kanye wants a bit of that. Well, yeah, no doubt. Um, Our dealers uh, thought that they'd only stay in England a few years and then they'd move back. He still lives here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But our dealers and uh, and, and Ricky Villa were great friends and, and, and brilliant for Spurs. And it would have helped having a fellow Argentinian playing. Oh, it's a great, it's a shrewd move getting to them. Yeah, Yeah, it was very, very smart. Um, they, and, and you said Luke earlier about the quick passing the, the two of them in the centre of midfield mm. knocking the ball around really quickly whereas you said a lot of the time the ball was in the air so they had to try and get it down and play yeah. <laughs> it, it must have been such a culture shock for the pair of them especially oh, yeah. given how English football would have been back, back then, then yeah. have you been a Spurs fan though watching those two in the centre of the yeah, park I don't have many memories of, I was a bit too young for, for it but vague memories and sort of um, maybe videos of it, where he used to wear number 7 and, and mm. I just remember him being quite dynamic moving the ball and he, and he used seems to remember him scoring like, quite a lot of goals off, off the bar or into the top corner, mm. with, and he, got, he was two footed as well. Mm. He seemed to be adept with both feet, which is which is obviously well, great yeah, as well. shift play and a lot of time for that. Yeah. I see why Villa uh, grew that beard. To be fair, it's chilly. A bit chilly. Um, one of his favourite memories at Spurs was at Old Trafford in an FA Cup replay, where um, um, Spurs keeper went off injured. Glenn Hoddle went in goal. Can't so imagine some waste. What? Incredible, isn't it? Is he thinking I'll be centre attention here? <laughs> <laughs> Probably why. And Ardiles scored the only goal of the game in, in extra time. But imagine Hoddle, um, Ardiles, <laughs> and, and Ricky Villa a very cultured midfield. Yeah. Well, it was in goal. <laughs> well, you can distribute from there. Even. Yeah. Yeah. I'm spraying yeah. the passes yeah. around. Imagine his, his goal line. kicks straight would, onto the feet. I want to play a very deep lying midfield role. <laughs> 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 That's it. Um, that would be a keeper who would use his feet, not his hands. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, he enjoyed playing in the FA Cup. Our dealers they they won it twice on the bounce in eighty one and eighty two. Although eighty one final will be remembered for Ricky Villa's great solo goal against Absolutely. Manchester City. Now, as you said earlier, Luke, when the Falklands War broke out in eighty two, it was a very difficult time for our dealers, and he was loaned out to Paris Saint Germain for a year. Um, whilst the fighting sort of carried on and obviously it didn't last a year the, the war it did stop and he didn't enjoy his time in France and only lasted six months there and Keith Birkenshaw took him back and assured him everything would be fine and, and it was to mm. um, everybody's credit at the club mm-hmm. a very difficult time though, yeah. Mm. absolutely yeah he was miles away from home mm. Um, and a couple of years later he won the UEFA Cup with Spurs in, in, in 1984 that Adidas thing is a bit like Bert Troutman because they end up in England, didn't they? And that's right. Yeah, taking yeah. on, well, taking to the hearts of the English people, even yeah. though it was German. Well, know? yeah. Well, that's why at the start of the process, you know, made a real impact in modern the modern game mm. because obviously Bert Troutman made an impact, but before yeah, that, you yeah. know, quite a long time ago. Uh, now he left Tottenham in 1988. Had short spells with with Blackburn, QPR, and Fort Lauderdale Strikers in in America. Um, and uh, went on to be a manager started his managerial career at Swindon Town as player manager and I think they gained promotion under him but it was taken away um, due to previous errors by previous management which is a bit of a sickener but But, uh, he did manage Spurs uh, in in the 90s 93 to 94 and he loved an attack information, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. He <was> a front five (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sheringham Klinsman Barnby Anderton uh, Dumitrescu 
That it must be because he spent he spent like a little while at Newcastle as well. He had no money. He, he was did. forced to like he basically launched the career to like feel like Steve Howie and Lee Clark and players like that. And that's but what he'll be remembered for. <laughs> 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 you, know, you know, bottom of uh, Division Two. Won the World Not Cup. You said, yeah. Have you heard of Steve Howie? Because <laughs> you wouldn't have done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when he talks about his time at Spurs because he was heavily criticised for playing so attacking. Um, and he said, well, I was inspired by the Brazil team from 1970. And he starts mentioning Pele and Revelino. And they have five attacking players at Barcelona and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, well, yeah. they None probably... Nick Barmby. Yeah, <laughs> they probably do yeah. have uh, five attacking players at the new camp. Um, and, and, there is and Ronnie a- Rosenthal. <laughs> <laughs> coming off the bench. That's right, yes. Yeah. S- to make it six if they're a goal down. <laughs> um, uh, and, and Which they, they often work. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a little rumour that... That's, Apparently, um, our dealers, when talking to his players through um, the uh, attacking uh, strategies and whatnot before one of the games, that uh, somebody said, "Well, what should we do if we haven't got the ball?" And he just went, uh, "Don't lose the ball." We cross that bridge we come to it. But yeah, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But it certainly sounds like it could be. Um, so yeah, he didn't last too long at Spurs, sadly. Um, and then he he coached in a number of, of countries from there: Mexico, Argentina, Syria, mm. Israel, Croatia, Japan, and Paraguay. His only league title win as a manager came um, during his time in Japan. So he does have a league title to his name as a manager <laughs> and a World Cup as yeah. a player. To, well, well, yeah. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in 2010, he launched the uh, Aussie Ardiles Soccer School, and the the, the, the motto is um, "Play the Aussie way." Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Australians turning up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can ball up, fight, <laughs> drink. <laughs> but uh, perhaps um, Aussie. Well, not perhaps. He was part of one of the greatest football teams ever assembled. Was in the film Escape to Victory with Pele and Bobby Moore and all the boys. And he's coming into the Dean Window Hall of Fame. Come on, Aussie. Aussie. His knees are gone all trembling. <laughs> I love that in the in the cast of Escape to Victory, um, John Walk got in before our dealers. <laughs> <laughs> Walkie's in. Yeah, yeah. Walk, walk, they're all in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can he few members of that? Uh, Still not Pele. Well, I suppose he's in with the New York Cosmos, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Football Ramble this week. If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Jimbo. Yes, and on the website this week, uh, Ed Aaron's moles over Stephen Pino's return to Everton. Dermot Corrigan takes us through all the transfers that happened in La Liga during the January transfer window and our new uh, sort of kind of guest blog superstar Duncan Jenkins takes you through uh, you know basically what to do if you're an aspiring blogger simply one of the most exciting football writers to emerge in generations <coughs> indeed read it, read it mate indeed yeah. there's, uh, there's plenty more besides that including live fantasy football from Pick Live, the Hall of Fame the shop and all kinds of fun on the forum so go over there now literally now Go. Rude. What are you doing? Even if you're on the bus, jump off the bus screaming, I need to be somewhere now. Even <laughs> if you're on it now, listening to the show, open it up in another window. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, road safety first. That is the end of the show, isn't it, boys? Have we got uh, any more for any more? No, no we it. don't. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, darling. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Goodbye, Binglebots. <laughs> goodbye, Binglebots. With our dealers. Brilliant. It's Archie Ball has got a chance. Good save, Ricky Villa. Ricky Villa scored, and it was made by his fellow Argentine, Ozzy Ardiles. I used to work at the local college where my job was basically to. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Jim, you can't get pissed off. No, I can. I can. I used to work. <laughs> Come on.
funny. You wasn't doing anything. You just went right. Come on, and you start talking. <laughs> I used to work at the local college when. <laughs> no, you see oh, this. Yeah. This is what happened. I used to work at the local college where my job was basically to arrange <laughs> times and venues. What's funny about the local college and the times <laughs> and venues being arranged? I used to work at the local college where my job was basically to arrange times and venues for students' PE as we didn't have much space in the college. We often used Stevenage's training facilities as it was just up the road and they had a dance studio. Seems odd to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good penis. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> that is excellent. Oh, this is so out of context. I wasn't expecting that. No. That's what he said, probably. Right then, it's profile time, you people. Show him. <laughs> I'm not, not going to do the profile with that on the screen, so you can show him. It is an allegory for... Um, Why has he got Ad- a cap on? Ozzy Ardiles' time at Newcastle. What, who is he? Who is he? <laughs> Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.